Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper. I welcome to episode 203 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The law of attraction and the personal growth journey is not the purview of the mind. This is something that we have to constantly remind ourselves about because most of our lives we've been operating purely from that mental level. Log- logical, logical, rational thought. Now don't get me wrong, evaluating things and proof and stats and logical reasoning and all this stuff, right? Now, of course, in many areas of our life that serves us very, very well, it's good that we are able to think in that way. It makes our lives easier in lots of ways. It makes things more efficient and and more successful. But the journey of personal growth, energetic transformation, that way of thinking does not serve us. It's just like I said, this journey is not the purview of the mind. It's not a journey of, of the, in, it's not something of, done of the intellect. This is a journey of the heart, the spirit, the soul, feeling. That's the level that this is done on. And like I said, we have to constantly remind ourselves of that because we're not used to operating in that way. We're not used to evaluating information through that sort of filter. We're not used to letting that part of us guide our decisions guide our how we move through the world so it's a very new way of operating but we have to do it because if we don't we'll be thwarted constantly and this is us to me anyway because I'm not some enlightened being and other people might feel like this is not true they're further along the path but the way I see it is this is something that's always going to be happening you're probably not going to completely overcome the mind and totally live from that space again I could be wrong about that But even if that's the case, it's still okay because we just have to be aware of it. We don't get as sucked into how the mind does things. We are aware of what it's doing, but we don't buy into it as much anymore. We don't believe all of the things it's telling us. And while that part of us might always be trying to put its two cents in, we're not listening to it. We're not getting emotionally invested in what it's saying because we don't believe what it's saying. That's the only reason why it upsets us because we think what it might be saying is true, right? So when we first start this journey, you start learning about all of these perspectives that you might not have considered before. You're being presented with a belief system, a way of looking at the world, a way of looking at yourself, beliefs about you know the true nature of reality, how our experience is created, why things happen in our life that are new. You haven't thought about things this way before. And these beliefs, these perspectives, these ideas, all this spiritual teaching, all these wise, wise, seemingly very wise people telling you these things that it feels good. There's something on an intuitive heart, emotional level that you're connecting with this information. You might not have a lot of proof of it in your own life which is understandable because we can't manifest proof of a belief system that we don't believe, right? We can only, the belief has to come first and then the experience mirrors it back to us. But there's a part of you that it makes sense. It might not make logical sense. Logically, you can't understand how these things would happen. You logically can't understand the process of attraction and vibration and energy and how that makes things happen in our life, how that is the root of our experience and something's happening on this invisible level and then if something's coming together on this energetic level and then something, a reflection of that is manifesting physically. A certain experience happens, you meet a certain person that benefits you in some way. 
logically it's like what's happening there I don't know I don't get it I just see that it does I trust it so you have this on a logical rational intellect sense there might be some recognition there some things you're like okay that kind of makes sense I get that but the real connection with this information is usually going to be on that heart intuitive emotional level and then the trick is what we're being asked to do you trust those feelings mean something you trust that your feelings, that when something feels good and there's a resonance and it just makes sense to you, again, just maybe on that level, maybe not on a mind level, you trust that that means something. These beliefs that you may not have believed your whole life because you really weren't exposed to this belief system, no one ever told you this way of looking at the world, it sounds pretty nice. I, I feel a connection with this information. Even though I never really thought of things this way, this actually makes a lot of sense. And again, you trust that feeling, that intuitive emotional resonance with the information, with the belief. And even though you don't have that proof in your own life, there's a willingness to consider maybe that is true. That feels really good to think that. All the things I believe right now feel really badly. I feel victimized, disempowered, like my life can't get any better. Certain things I want in my life, they're probably never going to happen for me. I'll probably never get married. I'll never really fix my finances. I'll never be able to get a better job. Um, this thing and that thing. All that feels really crappy. Oh, this stuff feels nice. Again, and I trust that that feeling means something. Because if we keep doing things from the level of the mind, you'll never be able to buy into these ideas on that deeper level because... Again, rationally, logically, from that level of intellect, your mind's like, well, I can't figure out how that's true. That doesn't make sense. I need some kind of proof. I need this explained to me, broken down. Show me how this works. And again, on that rational, logical, intellectual level. And we really can't do that. Because again, this journey is not one of the mind. This is one of the feelings. We believe, we base our beliefs on what we feel to be true. We trust that those feelings are a means of evaluating information. We trust that that part of us, it's not random or accidental that we have the ability to have that intuitive feeling, that we have that ability to have faith in things that are unseen. We have that ability to believe in things that can't be proven. That's our link to that world. That's how we access the truth of that world. That's how we access that part of our reality because we can't do it with the mind. And if we keep trying to do it with the mind, we're always going to get stuck because we can only take the intellectual, rational, logical understanding so far before we're like, but wait, it still doesn't make sense. I'm like, what about this? And again, we're doing it all from the level of the mind and the skepticism, the doubt, it reigns supreme and we don't fully buy in because we can't quote unquote prove it. Our experience is our proof. That's our most powerful evidence. But we can't manifest the evidence in our own life until we're willing to consider these things might be true. These, this way of looking at the world might be how things actually are. This seeing who I really am, recognizing my true nature, that this part of me, this ego mind body, that's not really me. I'm this, I'm the person observing all of that. I'm this spirit, soul, whatever you want to think of that invisible part of yourself. That's who I really am. And that part of me is connected and tuned into this energy, is tuned into that creative process. And if I cultivate this energy more strongly, if I show some real faith and trust in this process, I'm going to make internal emotional shifts, right? 
feeling a shift in my feeling because vibration energy, right? Just fancy words for feelings. If I do all of that, then I will see this evidence in my life, but I have to be willing to look at it that way first because your mind wants to wait for evidence to prove these beliefs true, to prove this way of looking at yourself in the world is valid, and then it will believe it. But if the energy comes first and then the manifestation, we see that the insistence on doing it that way is going to really put a wrench in our plans. It's really going to slow things down because again, you can't manifest proof of a belief that you really don't believe. If you don't think something works a certain way, you're not going to manifest evidence that it's true. Now, when I talk about this belief in stuff, it doesn't have to be deep down to the depth of your being. You're probably not going to believe something you don't have evidence for in your own life that deeply right away. It would be technically it's possible, but most of us, it's probably not going to happen. This kind of goes back to what I said before about this kind of quote unquote battle with the mind, but don't actually look at it as a battle. Don't look at it as this nemesis. That's ongoing because we do have deep conditioning. Most of us, if we're honest, we're doing this work not for the sake of the pure inner transformation. We're doing it to improve our human experience here. We think this way of looking at things will make our life better. And that's okay. It's not a bad thing. So especially when that's our main motivation and we're still going to be in the world and of it, we're still going to be invested in our life experience. And again, we're not doing all this work strictly for the spiritual growth and for the sake of, of this transformation. I just, I just want to um, nurture my spirituality and, and strengthen my connection with the divine, like someone like a monk does or a person that lives in the mountaintops uh, removed from humanity and all the worldly life. It's This is something that's ongoing. So like I was saying, you don't need to have this belief in the depth of your being to start seeing evidence of it. All, it can, all you can start with is a willingness, a real genuine willingness, not just intellectually on an intellectual level, like, yeah, okay, I'm open on a feeling level. You have to feel like I really, truly am going to try. I'm really open to seeing if all of this stuff has any validity because the way I feel now, it's not great. The beliefs I have now about myself, how the world works, the, the potential for my life to improve, all these challenges to, to resolve themselves that I'm currently dealing with, not, not good. It's not really serving me. It's all bad. It's all leaving me feeling like pretty hopeless and dejected and frustrated and angry and bitter and resentful. I don't really like feeling that way. And I'm being presented with all this information that feels pretty nice and not in like a delusional way. Like, oh, I just don't want to believe this bad stuff. So I'm going to like in a real, again, there's a part of you that's like, feels a connection. Like a, you're being told a truth. You're being told something you've actually already known on some level. So that's the thing too. You're not going to hear anything that you already don't know. It's just that you're not conscious of it. So when you listen to a podcast like this, or you read a, a, a spiritual text or whatever it is, and the people are saying these things, there's a part of you that already knows. And again, that intuitive emotional resonance, that's that part of you. Again, you have to trust does that, that feeling means something. And there's a reason I'm feeling this. This is a valid means of evaluating what's true. Because in the beginning, that's really all you have to go off of. And in the midst of a really challenging situation, no matter how long you've been doing this work or how much you know, a lot of us, you're going to have stuff happen that's going to challenge you and it's going to trigger really deep stuff. And again, you have to go back to that, reminding yourself of like, okay, what do I actually believe to be true right now? I feel this way. Obviously I'm believing something that's making me feel these feelings are not coming out of nowhere. And I choose 
and my mind's looking at this situation in a certain way that feels really bad and makes me feel scared and all these bad feelings. But my mind doesn't really understand what's going on. My mind doesn't see the truth of reality. My mind doesn't know the true nature of me. My mind thinks that like that's me and that's not really me. That's this human part of me. I came here with this ego mind, but it's and what it sees is an illusion, this illusion of separation, all of these uh, beliefs that are rooted in this deep fear of pretty much everything. We have this, a lot of us were walking around with this low level, some people might be high level or low level kind of humming in the background of this constant fear and anxiety and just kind of feeling unsafe and like just something bad's going to happen or whatever, right? That's all the mind. None of that's, it's not real, but the mind, it feels very real. And we have to decide, is this, the, is this the belief system? Is this the line of thinking I want to buy it, keep buying into? Is this how I really want to play this? And most of us are going to be like, no, not really. But if we keep bringing the mind into this journey and we keep letting the mind dictate this journey and the mind decides what's true and not true, we're screwed because you have a mind. You see how it is. It tortures us with all these beliefs that are really painful. And no matter how much we want to let go of them, it loves to still point to all this evidence of why they're true and why you have to feel this way, why you have to believe this terrible feeling belief. And we listen. We're like, yeah, you know, it feels bad, but you're kind of right. I guess that's just how it is. Your mind feels constantly under assault by this work. Because everything you're learning contradicts everything it is, everything it's about, and everything it's trying to get you to do. And like any entity, right, that feels under assault, feels like its survival is being threatened, shit fights back. It's like, no, I can't let you do this. I can't let you be this way. And like I said before, you know, you don't, even though the mind is doing all of this and it's annoying and it's like painful, don't look at it as an enemy because you don't want to have that resistance to it. Look at it more like, and you've probably heard this analogy a lot, and I'm certainly not the first person to say it. It's more like looking at the mind as like a kid that doesn't know any better, a child that just doesn't know and is acting out because it's scared. That's behaving a certain way because it doesn't, it's, it's a, a child. It doesn't know anything. What does it know? It has no experience. It doesn't have any perspective. That's more the way you want to look at it because again, you don't want that like antagonistic kind of relationship with it because that just increases the resistance. And if the mind kind of sees that other part of you kind of looking at it that way, it's going to dig in its heels even more. So yeah, this journey, it's not a journey. This journey is not of the intellect. It's not of the mind. This whole energetic transformation, spirituality, all this stuff, it is not the purview of the mind. This is, it doesn't belong in that world. It doesn't understand it. Like I said, the way the la the rational, logical thinking, I keep like combining those words, that serves us well in so many areas of life. It does not serve us in this journey because all the things that we're being told, all of this truth, all of these perspectives the mind just doesn't understand it. It doesn't get it. And it wants all of this proof and it wants to like all these logical breakdowns of step by step and how does this work and what does this mean? And wants everything, wants an answer, wants this definitive answer for everything. And there's going to be a lot of questions that you're going to be, that are going to come to you, that you're going to be with this journey, this work. And the, the way you are going to want it answered, again, that definitive, like logical, rational, oh, this is how it works and this is why I do this. It's not, you're, just, you're not going to get that information in the way you want it. 
a lot of things you're going to learn. You're going to hear things said in a certain way. Language is going to be used that logically you're not going to understand what's being said. But on an intuitive level, you understand perfectly what is you're being told, like the perspective, like the way you're being asked to think or feel like, again, logically, you're like, I don't get this, like the language, because some, a lot of spiritual texts and how people write, it could be the wordings very, you know, it's not easy to understand and the, the, the vocabulary and then the, it's very deep and and you're just like, I don't get it on in your mind, but in your heart, that level, you understand perfectly what's being said. You might not understand a lot of what's being said, Again, logically, rationally, and like every line, every sentence, there might be a lot of it. You're like, I don't really get what they're saying, but you get the spirit of what's being said. You get the big picture. Again, on that emotional, on that emotional heart, intuitive level, you understand. So that's another thing too, why you can't let the mind get too involved because your mind's going to want to analyze these statements and analyze the words and analyze what's being said and trying to quote unquote make sense of it. But you won't be able to make sense of it on that level. But on a heart level. On that emotional level, you understand perfectly the spirit of the text, the spirit of what's being said, the energy behind those words, the energy that those statements are meant to evoke. You feel it. A lot of this is going to bypass the mind. It's not going to understand what's being said on that level, but on a deeper part of you, you understand perfectly what's being said. You're going to be asked in this journey to make decisions more from a space of your feeling and intuition. That's scary. Most of us, unless you were raised by people that, you know, exposed you to that and like encouraged you to do that. Most of us, we don't have a lot of experience doing that. And to really, um, to really travel this path more readily, to align ourselves more easily with the opportunities and the people that are going to play some positive role in a change we're trying to make, to be led to something that's going to benefit us. The, the choices can't be made from the mind anymore. Because a lot of you have seen when you make a decision from the mind, it's stressful. And even the most basic, simple decisions can leave you feeling paralyzed and like completely anxious. When you're making decisions from a heart intuitive level, the only thing you're thinking from is how does this feel? There's one thing you have to think about. That's a lot easier, right? That to me, that's much more pleasant space to make decisions. It's uncomfortable because you can't break down and analyze feelings. You can't think, well, why do I feel this way? You just do. So you, again, and again, it speaks to you can't bring them because your mind's going to want to try to analyze a feeling and you can't, it's just a feeling. I remember when I first, the first time I met my husband, I knew I was going to marry him and the mind would want to be like, well, how did you, why did you feel that way? I don't know. That's just the feeling I had. How many times have you had a feel like you can't explain a feeling. You can't break down a feeling logically and rationally. A decision made from the mind, you can do that, but a decision made from a, it's just a feeling you get. Yeah, I had this intuitive feeling. Uh, I met this guy and, you know, I just had a feeling he wasn't a good person. So I stopped dating him and the mind will want to be like, well, wh why'd you feel that way? I don't know. It's just a feeling I had when I talked to him. I got a weird vibe. There's certain things he said. I just didn't like my feeling. And again, you can't bring the mind into it because you can't analyze a feeling. If we're not comfortable acting from our feelings, if we're not comfortable following our intuition, it doesn't mean we're doomed, but it just, it'll slow things down a lot. You'll get yourself into situations that probably could have been avoided because you didn't follow your, if you would have followed your intuition, uh, you'll get inspired, you'll feel inspired to do certain things, maybe for your business or whatever, and your mind won't logically see how that will benefit you. So it's like, well, what's the point of doing that? I can't, I can't figure out beforehand how this is going to benefit me, but then it's like, 
you kind of had an intuitive feeling to, I don't know, do something. You had a feeling to, to take up some kind of hobby in your mind. So what does that have to do with anything you're trying to accomplish? But then you would have ended up in a, a class with somebody that hooked you up with an amazing job. And the mind, again, the mind does the mind can't see that that's going to happen. But intuitively, you felt drawn to something that a, a, a larger part of you like knew, like, yeah, do that. There's something there for you that, again, logically, you can't see how this fits into anything you're trying to do. But somehow that decision leads you to something helpful. So, again, you're not totally screwed if you don't do that, but you slow stuff down. Again, you get yourself into situations you probably could have avoided if you just followed your intuition. And it just is what it is. I mean, whatever we feel inspired to do at the moment, there's no mistakes. But if we don't use the feedback when we, when we, we, but when we do things that we're like, oh yeah, I shouldn't have done that or whatever, you don't, don't beat yourself up. But if we don't use the feedback from these circumstances to tweak our energy, to start moving in that space, to act from this space more, getting that validation that like not doing it is causing us problems, then yeah, of course, like that's going to be a, a problem. So if you're using your mind too much in this journey, it's understandable. That's what we're used to using. It's, it's very deep conditioning. Letting the feelings guide us, our, trusting our intuition more, it's scary. There's no way to do it perfectly or to guarantee any sort of result. You can't logically break it down beforehand to, to guarantee anything's going to happen because you really can't assess feelings. And you have to trust your feelings mean something. When you feel an intuitive resonance with a perspective or a belief that's not currently in your awareness now, that's not really currently guiding your life now, you have to trust the feeling means something. You have to trust that there's going to be questions that you can't have answered to the satisfaction of your mind. You have to always be aware of what the mind is doing. I don't mean obsessively monitoring all your thoughts and everything you're doing, but you have to constantly be aware that your mind doesn't understand anything you're trying to do. It doesn't make sense to it. Your mind, like I said before, it feels very under threat from the moment you start this journey because everything you're learning contradicts its belief system. It's asking you to change who you are in ways that are threatening to it. It doesn't want you to become that sort of person. It doesn't want you to see all of its bullshit because if you do, you're not going to listen to it anymore. This idea of like losing control over you and your decisions does not sit well. And like any entity that feels like its survival is under threat, it's going to kind of kick into that mode of like, I got to keep, I, I got to get safe again. I got to keep myself going. I got to stay alive here. So this is just a reality we have to contend with. But if we understand what's happening, it's really not that bad. Your mind's only going to really continue to get in the way if you keep listening to it. If it's just if it's just chattering on and on, but you're not listening to it as much anymore because you know that it's like fears are totally unfounded. You you recognize its dysfunction. You know that it doesn't understand what you're trying to accomplish, and therefore trying to do it the things it, the way it wants to do it makes zero sense. It's fine. It's just background noise. It doesn't uh, bother you as much. Because the only reason it bothers us is because it creates an emotional response because we actually believe what it's saying. We feel we still are getting sucked into it and we're getting mad at ourselves because we now know we shouldn't be listening to it, but we still are and we're beating ourselves up and there's that anxiety and tension. All that starts going away too. So the mind is only a problem insofar as we believe what it's saying and we're still using it, like using its assessments to, to uh, dictate our choices. 
this is a journey of the heart, the feelings, the spirit, whatever you want, you think of that part of you, whatever words, it's not the purview of the mind. It doesn't understand it. The changes cannot, where it being asked to take cannot take place. It's not enough for it to take place on an intellectual level. We can't logically understand what's happening. We can't get the breakdowns and the explanations and the blueprints and all the action. This is not the world of action either. This world influences your action because your inner world will influence how you act in the world. But again, it's just the mind is used to action making things happen. And that it does this whole idea of inner journey and aligning. And it's just like, wait a minute, like, how's that going to get you anything? We got to take action. We got to do stuff. Yeah, you'll do things, but it's not the world. And that's another thing too to think of. A lot of us, we make personal growth way too action oriented. And there's lots of things we can do that will certainly help us. You'll, you'll do a program. You'll take a seminar. You'll read this book or that thing. Amazing. Learn lots of stuff. It's good to be curious. But none of that stuff actually guarantees any sort of internal transformation. It really comes down to conscious choice about what we choose to believe. Conscious choice about, okay, I'm going to really let this shit go. I'm not going to let my mind rule me anymore. All these beliefs my mind is fighting for that are I might have a lot of proof of because I've been believing them for so long. I know this stuff is not true. And I'm going to stop insisting that I'm going to believe stuff that feels bad. Because my mind is going to want to dig in its heels and then keep me from changing. That's another kind of thing, too, to think about with this. This is not an action-oriented journey. There's actions that will help you manage your energy, like meditating or affirming or whatever. And it's like, whatever floats your boat, do it. But don't fall into that trap of thinking that if you do enough, and if you learn about every aspect of energy, and if you learn every healing modality, and then you're going to guarantee some kind of change in how you feel, because none of that guarantees it. It can facilitate internal transformation, but it actually can't create it in and of itself. So yeah, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. For more content, products, and info about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadeorder.com. I recently gone on Instagram about a month ago. I'm really liking that. So uh, my handle's at Coach Kelly Cooper. Yeah, that's it. Hope you enjoyed this and bye-bye.